Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hey, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. I am Sanjay Parikh. And I'm Adam Walker, joined in studio by the TV-ready Shannon. TV ready? I'm she's back. She's going on a TV interview today. She is going on a TV so interview So she's, she's yeah. TV ready. She can't go on TV as <laughs> DJ Shandog, okay? So she's TV ready Shannon. I don't see the problem. TV ready Shannon. The director of our advisory board called me last night and she was like, you know, just make sure you wear some bright colors tomorrow for the interview. And I was like, I know, I only wear gray and black. So. Shannon, you can't be emo on interviews. That's, that's, that's against the rules. So uh, there you go. So Tech Talk Y'all is a tech comedy podcast where we bring to you the latest technology news and interesting articles and we make ourselves laugh about them and hopefully you laugh about them as well so but not uh, in dangerous situations not in dangerous situations we don't want to rock climbing while laughing about that would be bad we don't want to do that so uh also this podcast is brought to you by prototype prime and a new sponsor the woodruff arts center here in atlanta you'll hear the ad in just a minute we're very excited to have them on board and thank you for that also in this episode, we're going to talk about Netflix. We're going to talk about Jeff Bezos. We got some stuff about DuckDuckGo, Microsoft pledging serious money towards affordable housing in Seattle in the Seattle area. That's basically the whole story. Uh, we also <laughs> also going to talk about the Apple Car lidar. We're going to talk about a little bit about WordPress, uh, about a bounty hunter getting three hundred dollars to geolocate somebody, which is scary. Don't forget Weird and Wacky also coming up, and tech recommendations. Going to be a great show. I'm ready for it. Who's ready? You ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm always ready. Born Here we ready. go. All right, here's here's the party. Shannon didn't say she was ready though. Shannon's always ready. ready. She's always 100% always ready. She's ready She's to go. DJ ready Shandog. DJ ready Shandog. So, uh, Netflix is raising prices on all streaming plans in the US. So, this released the same day as one of our weird Mikey things. Yes. Which I, I guess maybe we'll just skip ahead to that now. I mean, we just let should we just go ahead and talk about you, it. You, you, you got to say it now. I mean, so like I I yeah. was like, "Oh, two more dollars a month." Until Yeah, man, you're angry. They announced two more dollars. Steve Carell in Space Force. In space, and then it's like, hey, can space I give you my two dollars right now? Force. Can I, can I give you twenty four dollars for that? Can I give you forty eight dollars for the next two years right now? Such a just brilliant take my move. credit card, Netflix. Just take it. See, this is why we need more money because we're going to give you Space Force. Listen, and I, I saw can, that. And I said, oh, okay, I get it. They can have more money if they will give me Space Force with Steve Carell. They can have all the money. They can just have it. <laughs> they just, can, just, just take they it. Can, they can have all just the money. Take it, not all of it. But, but theoretically, a lot of uh, it facetiously. I don't know what's the word. Uh, anyway, they can have some. Yeah. Of it. they can have some of the money. They can have some of the money. <laughs> some of the money, some not the all money. the money. Yeah. All right, Netflix, you can't raise it up to a million dollars a month. Don't do that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just going to get more and more, right? I mean, they're they're you know the cable I, companies were extorting here's... x amount of people. Netflix wants their fair share <laughs> of the exhortation. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So here's my only problem with Netflix. I don't know what you guys think, but. They are now putting out so much good content. I cannot watch it all. Oh, yeah, now, yeah. I am like behind on so many things. Listen, I, man. My list on there keeps getting longer and longer because there's so much good stuff. Just stop being so entrepreneurial, man. You just got to dedicate the time, brother. I, I even watch. <laughs> Here's the thing. I even watch when I'm at home. Don't say that. I have it on background while I'm working. Don't tell me that. Yeah, don't that's say, what I'm don't, doing. don't admit that. Yeah, I'm right. totally doing that. You heard it here first, folks. All right. Uh, government shutdown. TLS certificates not renewed. Many websites are down. Yay. So there's your other government shutdown right there in Man. action. P- 
people are not getting their uh, SSL certificates, TSL certificates renewed on these websites, yeah. which possibly opens them up to hacking, hacking, which is going to cost us more money, more money, to, and probably loss of uh, more data, like the OPM hack that happened before, and everybody's yeah. data, including mm -hmm. mine, probably love some data got uh, stolen by the Chinese hackers. Yeah, um, yeah, shut down technology hacking, not a good thing. Not good, man. It's just not good. We should not do that. We should stop that. We, we should, should get the government going. This should be considered a critical I, just, I want like, to volunteer function. to get the government going again if they just want to let uh, me take over. We've just been waiting for you to do that. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just jump right on I in. Mean, the rest of us have been yeah, waiting 25. Like, when is Adam going to finally yeah. freaking do this, I man? I mean, listen, I, I'm, I can buy some fast food. I know what's up. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go. You're going to buy some hamburgers? I'm going to stop talking now. All right, so moving on along. Uh, Jeff, we got it. So I, I, I'm almost hesitant to mention this because it's it's tech-related-ish, right? It's, it is and it's not. But I guess, I guess you kind of have to from a public interest perspective. Jeff Bezos, world's richest person, announced divorce after 25 years of marriage. Okay, here's my question, though. Do you have to really? Does this really matter to anybody? I don't know. It, other it, than the two of them? It seems fascinating to me. Uh, but does it doesn't matter. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. That's actually right. a good point. Is he like going to run Amazon not as well? Is he going to run Blue Origin uh, not as well? No, he's going to run them just the same, yeah. I think. Pretty it, much exactly it, the same. If you know. not anything, you'd be like, oh, I now got more I, time now. I got to make up half, of, right. half of what I just lost <laughs> here. So he's going to run it even harder. I got to make up half of what. That's actually true. Right? It's funny because I actually had somebody tell me that recently. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do one more startup because I you know, lost a bunch in the divorce. And so um, oh I got to make that so, up. So, so um, all right. Vanguard announces the passing of founder John C. Bogle. 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 So Bogle. another public interest one. Yeah. yeah. This one's, I, I think, a little bit more interesting to me personally because, um, you know, with his innovation. So he's the founder of Vanguard. You probably do you have stuff at Vanguard. I've got Vanguard I stuff. I do not. No. You know? no. Shannon, do you have Vanguard stuff? <laughs> Shannon's, Shannon's giving this face like, what are you talking well, about right okay, now? So I have Wealthfront, but then I have like a bunch of stuff through Wealthfront, and I think Vanguard is part yeah, of that maybe, yeah. so maybe I have them. Yeah, Don't so, know. Yeah, so Vanguard mutual funds are part of that. Yeah, so the, the big... The big innovation that they did, so Vanguard's a nonprofit. The big innovation they did is like, look, there's all these indexes out there. And before they came along, people would sell you mutual funds and they'd charge you a lot of money right. to just match those indexes. And they were like, well, that's dumb. You don't do any research. You just match and buy the exact same thing as the index. Why should this not be super cheap? And so that's basically what they rolled out, right. super cheap mutual funds right. that match the market performance. And for a lot of people, for most people that don't want to think about do they buy this or do they buy that? Yeah. Do they and just want to have it on autopilot? Yeah. There you go. And you know, automatically you get kind of five to seven percent annual return on the long run by doing that. And Except so, for this year. Uh I said long run. <laughs> not not year know, to year. I'm just, I'm just kidding. You gotta be an investor. And that's kidding. the other thing that they focused on was being an investor for the long run, yeah, right? Not day trading. Yeah, yeah. And so I think they changed a lot of stuff like that. And I think they increased liquidity in the markets and got a lot of people investing that normally wouldn't have invested, which is a great thing. So Absolutely. Too sad for the the passing. He actually left, I think, the board. They had a mandatory retirement age a few years ago. Gotcha. And so he had to leave Vanguard. But um, he did a great thing, I think, mm. for uh, for the world. So. All right, next one. Speaking of great things for the world, DuckDuckGo debuts map search results in are using Google, uh, Apple Maps. So this is pretty cool. I don't I don't use Apple stuff. But I, but I use DuckDuckGo. But you Go. love DuckDuckGo. So you're seeing DuckDuckGo advance yeah. and go <laughs> forth in the world 
even on a platform that you don't use or care so, about. So here's the interesting is that they said that on non-Apple products, it actually uses Bing instead of Apple Maps. Oh, so, okay. So they're using like everything but, but everything but Google, Google Maps. Like, well, I mean, if they're the, they're trying to be the competitor to Google, right? right so yeah. you can't use Google Maps. Yeah. Like that's a bad idea. Well, although you can you can push from DuckDuckGo into Google if you want. Like there's a command uh, when you search that you could push uh, automatically into Google. So they they still position themselves as pro privacy, but you can use whatever you want. Well, this is also yeah. pro choice, right? Yeah, that's you can right. Do whatever yeah. you want. You can do whatever you want. You can you can be your own person on. DuckDuckGo searches. So, or you can be your own duck or, or goose. There you go. On DuckDuckGo. Uh, all right. So Microsoft pledges $500 million for affordable housing in Seattle. I like that. I like this, I too. like affordable housing. Yeah. I think that places that don't have affordable housing are silly and ridiculous. <laughs> so I think we should have more affordable so, so housing. New York City, silly and ridiculous. I, I think, well, you know, uh, there, are, there are spots in New York City. I think, are there? I mean, maybe like one. Like a, a, like a, a, a half a Postage one? stamp size. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah you got to be willing to sleep standing up, I think. That's <laughs> exactly. how that works. Yeah. Sleep, shower, and, and yeah. everything standing yeah, up. One, one spot standing yeah. up, right. Yeah. One pair of clothes. That's all you get. Yeah, that's all you need, right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that Microsoft is trying to move this forward right and be sure that there's diversity in the city where and it's they it are, and it's know? interesting so you know mark benioff from salesforce pushed this in san francisco and right. you he pushed forward a new tax on tech companies for that money to be used for around affordable housing and things like that and and it absolutely makes sense it, it you know if you don't have affordable housing if you can't you know deal with kind of all layers of of society you're gonna have a problem down the road it was an interesting thing we were in in india a couple of years back and uh driving around and you know you've got in india class system is even worse but you've got people that are the servants that are kind of the lowest class and, and poor and then you have people that have a lot of money and you would always see kind of these shack towns that are near these very expensive buildings right and you don't realize like why are these two things together it's like well the people that are the servants live in the the shacks basically yeah they're serving the ones that are, are rich in the fancy places right um and and not to say that affordable housing is people that are servants but you know a lot of those people have jobs that help support other layers of society and vice versa and so if you don't have that then your society is not going to do well and it's going to collapse yeah absolutely absolutely so uh, this next article honestly probably should have gone in our weird mikey section um and and it's weird and it's a little wacky and but it could be real and it's a little it could be serious it's honestly a little scary and could be the craziest thing we've ever talked about on the show i'm just going to say out loud so the title of the article is if true this could be one of the greatest discoveries in human history and and, and basically to or it could be the last discovery of human history <laughs> or the last one so so basically to to summarize this very succinctly and there's a lot more detail to it uh, there is a harvard tenured professor yep who is the head, I believe the head of the astronomy department yep. at Harvard, so not a low-level individual that has... <laughs> not a crackpot. Uh, not a crackpot, that has essentially written a paper recently that claims that an object that was traveling through the solar system in 2017 and 2018 may have actually been uh, some kind of extraterrestrial s spaceship scout vehicle Thing. sort of thing. <laughs> Buoy or <laughs> Even something. Even saying it makes me laugh because I'm just like, <laughs> that's just so... No, no, but, I, yeah. but the universe is huge. I mean, look, I'm How not going to be the only people. I'm not saying we are, or but things. but just it's just such a such a, a, a twist of, of perspective. Right. right. Uh, so. So, I mean, just a couple of things. Uh, number one, there are there are a couple of interesting things about this. So, first of all, this object is the first object in history to pass through the solar system and be identified as definitely originating from outside of it. That's a quote from the article. So in, in all. So. So all the solar system 
uh, and I was actually talking with Sanjay, who was explaining this to me earlier, yeah. uh, exists on, on sort of one plane. So all the planets roughly are, are, one are plane. roughly one plane to the sun. This particular object came in from above that plane, dipped in uh, uh, in between Mercury and the sun, looped yep. around the sun, and is now now traveling elsewhere. And it was traveling, I think it was like uh, 27 point something kilometers per second, no, 26.3 kilometers per second at one point, and then it sped up. And then at one point in its trajectory, according to this article, it actually sped up and in, in, in accelerated in an undescribed way that should not have been accounted for by the laws of physics. Now, they gave a couple of theories because on how— Because of gravity pull and all yeah, that stuff. So it, it had to be an external— Some kind of external force. Force, yeah. And, and so they gave a couple of theories on like what that may or may not have been, but his, his basically, basic speculation is, hey, uh, perhaps this was something other than just a big rock. Uh, that's more or less the summary of the article. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying I'm buying into it, but I'm saying— Holy smokes, that's really, really fascinating. I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Well, and, and also the, the shape is very oblong, and it was reflecting more light than a shape like that should. That's also true, yeah. And, and so uh, it's it's just, yeah, I, I don't really even know how to think about or respond to that. So uh, I'm going to basically leave it at that. So it's, basically you, know. you can go ahead and burn all your, all your money on Netflix because the aliens are coming and they're going to kill us all. Because it's all going to burn? Is that So we don't have to worry about AI now because <laughs> AI is really no big deal. Uh, right. When spaceships are coming your way, Maybe you're the cool, AI really. could defend us against the aliens. So so now we need Skynet. Yes. Is it, Aliens is versus say? AI. It's alien versus Skynet. <laughs> Skynet versus. I'm gonna go with Terminator. If I gotta Terminator. go, if I gotta go with Terminator versus aliens, I'm going yeah. with Terminator every single day of the week. I, and and by the way, Shannon said she was gonna watch Terminator. Did you Did you watch <clears throat> Terminator? No, called oh. out. <laughs> so you tweeted that you were gonna watch Terminator. What I know, happened? I just oh. I don't know. Did I, you start it and then you just couldn't do it? Is that no, I did, I just didn't <laughs> even start it. I really <laughs> I had this intention. Her finger was hovering over the play button. She considered it for a moment. And then she went to sleep. I and then you like, I'm done. I had this intention of like watching a bunch of movies and unwinding over Christmas break, and it just didn't happen. I don't. You, you, you are you, don't are you saying happened. you worked all of Christmas break? That's what you're saying. You worked all of Christmas break. That's what you did. You worked all of Christmas break. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say she stayed wound up. She, she didn't unwind. It yeah. was wound up. It's, a, it's an entrepreneur style. You know, it's like I'm gonna watch some movies and chill out. Oh look, there's my laptop. Oh, 20 hours later, I'm still working. Okay, there. Awesome. Uh, let me go sleep now. Okay. Uh, so well, so Shannon's not going to know about the Terminators that either come to kill us or protect us. Then. It's, it's cool. So. I mean, she's, you know, she can yeah, just choose fine. sides later. Blissful ignorance. Yeah. Yep. So. When the aliens come, then I'll worry about it. All right. It. So <laughs> I'm excited about this next article right here. Motorola's iconic flip phone razor set to make a comeback with a foldable design. They're making a razor foldable. smartphone. It's going to be foldable like the razor and it's going to be ready, ready, ready. Fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, drop the mic. Whoa, fifteen hundred. Now listen, I, I remember. That's expensive. Listen, I was working at Singular Wireless as a sales associate. <laughs> Wait, I when the razor never came out. Yes, I was working as when the razor came out, and we're all like drooling over this unbelievable phone. And then you see the price, and you're like, "Holy smokes, that thing is going to be five hundred whole dollars." And like that was astronomically <laughs> That's expensive. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it was astronomically expensive. And now you know we're we're desensitized to it. it's like eight hundred dollars for a phone. Apple's new phone's a thousand dollars. No, no, this is fifteen hundred dollars. They're just going to just continue to go. This is more valuable than the new iPhone. How apparently. is a razor worth fifteen hundred bucks? Because it's a razor, dude. Razors are awesome. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to you say. You know, I think I still have one of my Do you old still razors. Have it? Yeah. I, I kept it as a backup phone in case, you know, like all the other phones in the house died. And nice. Put it, because it was a SIM card one, so it still works. So so my story about my Razor phone was that I was, so I was a sales associate for Singular. 
And I still, I, was, I need photos I was, selling, of this. I was selling cell phones, man. It was great. It was terrible. My first cell phone um, company was Singular. So I, no, maybe I, you sold me my Singular first Singular was a great company. It's not a good fit for me. So, uh, it doesn't exist anymore. It, You're it not yeah, insulting anybody I, I know. There. I just, you know, I got friends. Um, so I won a razor from like a sales contest and I got it. I was like, oh man, this thing's amazing. And, uh, and then I was like, I, I figured out that my dad was interested in one. And I was like, you know, my dad's like giving me all this stuff over the years and all this yeah. stuff. So I, I gave him the razor because it was like, I figured Look it was at you, honestly, the good son. So I, I honestly figured it was probably the nicest gift I could ever give to him. Like, <laughs> we're like legitimately like, I'm never going to be able to afford anything nicer than this. Let me give him this. And you're like, and 500 yeah. bucks, I'm topped out. Here yeah, you go. I mean, I, yeah. I, like, it's, it's all downhill it, from here. It dad. All, honestly, it probably still is the best gift I ever gave to him. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know how you would top it. You know, it was so great. So anyway, it's coming back for all of you old school people that love the Motorola Razor and really enjoyed that. It is coming back. Well, you could you could maybe top to Verizon. This, uh, oh, it's only Verizon. To Verizon, yeah. Come back to Verizon. Sorry, I'm still an AT and T guy. I've uh, been with AT and T for I'm a long time. I'm a T-Mobile guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, my dad Ooh. worked for AT and T back in the '80s. He had a car phone in uh, 19, <laughs> 1982 installed in his car. Car phone. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. For those roadside emergencies. That Listen, man. Time. I, in all seriousness, we would we would be traveling down the road. My dad. This was back in the days when no one had a car phone. Right. Literally, like it was super. Like you were super wealthy. Yeah. If you had a car phone, it was like yeah. weird. I would yeah. show it to my friends. Like they'd come over and like, hey, look, I got a car phone. Check this out. Let's go make a call. And so my dad would eight dollars a minute. Oh yeah. Well, he was he worked for the company. It's unlimited. Oh. Uh, unli- so he worked for oh, the company. Wow. So he'd call as much as he wanted. And so uh, we would we would be driving down the road, and all the time, like he'd be like seeing people uh, like in, in car accidents or stopped on the side. Ready, yeah. pull over, like, hey, do you want to use my phone? And like a stranger sitting in the car using the phone all the time, like just all really? the time. Oh yeah, constantly. Wow. Because I mean, you didn't have cell phones then, yeah. so you had to walk to some stranger's house or to a payphone if you yeah. got in a wreck. And so my dad would just pull the over. And, then. Yeah, yeah. So my dad would just pull over and be like, hey, you want to use my car phone? And they're like, yeah, cool, thanks, man. <laughs> so. All right, I digress. Your your dad, the angel of the streets. Yeah, uh, that's right. Just that's right. Helping so, people out. Yeah. So in the eighties. All right, now it's time for an ad break from our new sponsor. Who's who's reading it? Sorry, what? The Woodruff Arts Center, the third largest art center in the country, is home to the Tony Award-winning Alliance Theater, the Grammy Award-winning Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, and the High Museum of Art, the leading art museum in the Southeast. The Woodruff knows how to blend contemporary digital technology with artistic excellence. Just check out their new Coca-Cola stage, their live simulcasts that allow visitors to watch sold-out Atlanta Symphony Orchestra shows, or use their Art Clicks, a program that features image recognition technology to identify the art at the High Museum. Learn more at www.woodruffcenter.org. You know, I just gotta say, I feel like we just like we just got real fancy, that, like that, real. That so, so real here's, fancy. Here's the additional level of fancy though, okay, that we're I'm getting. Ready. Wood, I want, Woodruff I Arts. Yep, yep. We're gonna start doing giveaways. What? Yep. I like that. So here's the first one. It's it's very short term. You gotta react. Hopefully, you're listening to today, this today, right the same now, day that we at publish this moment this, because. This Friday, January 25th at 8 p.m., we've got two tickets to Jim Brickman, Share the Love with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Okay, so now, listeners, this is how you enter. Uh, We want you to get on Twitter. We want you to uh, tweet us and tweet the Woodruff Art Center. Yep. Um, I think it's Woodruff Center. I should probably look up the, the Twitter handle. I think it's Woodruff Center. They got DuckDuckGo for that. Yeah. Oh, you see? There you go. Search on DuckDuckGo for that. And tell us why you love... Tech Talk Y'all and the Woodruff Arts Center. 
Uh, and then also leave a review if you haven't already for the podcast. Five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars. And uh, everybody that tweets at us will be entered in a random contest. We will give away these tickets, uh, I guess, on Wednesday, Wednesday yep. night. Yep. Uh, so that you have enough time to arrange for your Friday date night, right? Because we're yeah. giving you two tickets. It's going to be not awesome. Just one ticket. You don't have to go by yourself. You can take somebody with you. Let's do it. Two tickets to the Atlanta Symphony. This and, Friday, uh, January 25th if, no, if nobody picks it up, uh, me and Sanjay might have to go and just tweet like crazy and there take crazy go. pictures. And you don't want that. No. So well, maybe just... they do want that. <laughs> and their just... handle is at the Woodruff. Uh, at the Woodruff. At the Woodruff. And, and our handle is at Tech Talk Y'all, I That's think. That's it. All right. Time for our next article. You're running out of reasons not to get smart lights. So I, I was drawn to this article because I've always kind of looked at smart lights and gone, eh, too expensive, eh, not interested, eh, <laughs> pointless. So I got to ask, who's into smart lights? Are, are you into smart lights? So I, I think smart lights are interesting. Here at okay. Prototype Prime, we've got some smart lights. We've got lighting underneath our hot desk cool. that change color all throughout the day. So they start at... I think it's like red in the morning and yeah. it goes to. Like I feel like that's cool for like for like workspaces. I think it makes yeah. sense. Okay, I'm talking about more for the home. For the like, home. Do, am I really going to spend my money on, on a light that can change lights? color, self dim, and I can control my, my from my yeah. phone? Like, do I really care? Yeah. So at home, we do the motion sensor light okay. switches. Yeah, I get that. Um, so I totally that, get that. That control. So like in the laundry room, yeah. the lights come on. Your hands are full with the laundry basket. Yep. You don't have to fiddle with the light switch. Sure. Um, I feel like we need them everywhere in the house because the kids. Forget to turn oh, man. off the lights. I walked downstairs this morning. Every light downstairs is on. Every single one. And I'm like, what's happening? What's going was on? Was anybody awake at this time? No. This was from last night. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, come on, guys. What are y'all doing? You're just made of electricity. I'm money, made apparently. of money. Yeah. Yeah. What so. about you, Shannon? Do you do smart lights? Um, no, not in my small apartment. Like <laughs> See, one light you need like two. You can get two <laughs> smart light bulbs and be all set. You know. So I, I just anyway. I mean, it's an interesting article. It basically, talks about how they're getting cheaper. There's more stuff you can do with them. Blah 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 blah. But I still. And this sounds like an old fogey. I, I get it. I just, I, I'm not feeling like they're very useful to me. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to say. So. Yeah. Maybe you don't have an artsy fartsy enough. I, yeah. House, I need, yeah. I, what I really need is like uh, some, I need some loud music and some discotheque lights. See, and then, you know. Don't you do discos at home? I, yeah. All the time, man. You've got enough yeah, people there at home. Down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, when we do the discos at home with all those kids, it, it just, it's too crowded. You know, I just, I got to. <laughs> Got to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's official. IKEA smart blinds are coming to the U.S. this spring. So so you don't do the smart light, lights. Do you do the smart blinds? I mean, I, well, I don't would know. You, would you I, do the smart t- blinds? Describe the smart blinds to they're, me. They're smart. I, and they're blind. Oh, what does that even mean? I don't know. You can control <laughs> them from your phone. I mean, I, I think, honestly, so it would depend on the feature. It depends on the features for me. If, yeah. if it's one of those things where I can say, hey, at 8 o'clock, close all the blinds, yeah. I'd probably do that. Yeah, so that, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. Uh, so you can set up scenes. You can set up uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think it's interesting, IKEA, moving into this. I don't know, though, if I fully trust electronics from IKEA. I appreciate their furniture. I don't know, man. Their I've lamps gotten, are pretty killer. I've gotten a few. Well, lamps are pretty simple electronics. Of I course. You know, there's a lot more smarts into something like yeah. this. And I worry about the ability for them to integrate this into other systems and, mm. and not really be. And a, that's the problem with all these things. Right. It's like, is, is you talk about smart lights or smart switches or smart, or smart whatever, blinds, but you've got to figure out what system you're going to use and then you got to make sure you're buying stuff that's compatible with all that because once right. you're locked in, you are locked in. Yeah. I mean, you can't change. Yeah. It's, point, it's crazy. A, unless you're planning to make things a, an island, right? That, right. That you're like, okay, That's this true. thing doesn't really need to talk to anything else. It's okay if it's on an island by itself. True. That's true. Right? So, you know, as I'm doing stuff in, in terms of home automation, I think about that sometimes. Like, this really doesn't need to talk to anything else, and it's okay. So that way, I think, for me, 
being security minded, it's less chance for things to get hacked That's across true. all of it, right? That's true. So, yeah. All right, next article, the Apple car is coming. Here are eight things that you need to know. So first of all, I know I'm not buying it, so I don't need to know any of these. Well, things. probably not. Were you aware <laughs> that the Apple Car is coming? That's the first thing I want to know. Uh, they've been talking about it for a while, they've, but they have. But do we yeah. know this is not necessarily for sure? For sure, is it? Well, I mean, so apparently they have a, a whole division dedicated to the Apple Car, and I, according to this article. That division has 5,000 employees. 5,000 employees. So How work, do we know that, though? They don't release well, those stats. No, this is all... They don't go, you know, we've hired 5,000 people for this car thing, all but we're not building and, a car. It's cloak and dagger stuff, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I guess it could so potentially pretending. be something else, right? But, I mean, but it seems pretty likely. So, here are the things that it says the, the article's claiming, right? Okay. So, I'm, I'm not me. claiming this. The article's claiming this. We'll see if they're right. Uh, it'll likely be an actual car. It's the first thing they're saying. So, it's not an operating system or something like that. It's actually a car. Okay. They're saying it's going to drive itself. Okay. Which is interesting and cool. Uh, they've got a bunch of top-tier talent behind it, so they made some acquisitions around it. They've got okay. a lot of people dedicated to it. Uh, it could incorporate virtual reality in some capacity. I don't really know why you incorporate virtual reality into a self-driving car, but okay. okay. Whatever. Um, and it may be larger than expected. So uh, there, that's where they said, for example, the documents indicate that Apple had about 5,000 employees working on the car project, up from just about 1,000 two years earlier. You know what I just realized with that last bullet that you said of, of larger than expected? Mm -hmm. They're probably right after this going to want to sell you an Apple home because your <laughs> current garage cannot fit the <laughs> Apple car. And it's because you're using an incompatible home with That's the it. car. So you need to, you got yeah, to buy, you gotta, you gotta buy a new house. Yeah, what you got to buy the whole thinking? system. You can't you just think? buy the phone. You got to buy the phone and the laptop. That's right. That's just right. like the car, you also got to buy the house. You got to buy the whole thing. Yeah. So the other things in the article, just to make sure we round out the eight, Apple Maps revamp is likely related to the new Apple Car Oh, I thought project. it was related to DuckDuckGo. So they, they did a they did a revamp. Well, I mean, DuckDuckGo's part of it, I think, but okay. not the not the thing. <laughs> uh, could boost Apple's chip making, eh, whatever. And release date. <laughs> and yeah, whatever. Whatever. A billion dollar just, fabrication facility no for chips. Deal. Whatever. No, big deal. no bigs. Uh, and uh, the release date could be before 2025. So that's... Uh, but that's wait a minute, the, this is 20, 2019. Yeah, we, we got, yeah, it's not 2019. 2016. This yeah, is, yeah, 2019. That's yeah. still six years it's from a ways now. Off. It's a ways off, but they've got some time is what, what it's saying. They've got some time. So okay. speaking of self-driving so cars. So you shouldn't wait to buy. No, no, definitely not. There you go. No, they're okay. going to be waiting a long time. Uh, speaking of self-driving cars, what is LiDAR? Why do self-driving cars need it? And can it see Nerf bullets is the next article. So I thought this was really fascinating because with all the stuff, I mean, self-driving cars was actually big at CES. There's also the big automakers convention happening. Yep. Self-driving cars is all the rage there right now, too. Yep. And so all these self-driving cars are using LiDAR. So I thought, I need to know what LiDAR is because it's not radar. What is it? So yep. uh, it's essentially bouncing uh, laser beams Lasers. off of stuff like crazy and then seeing when they come back yeah. and what strength they come back with right. and then formulating a digital map based on that. Right. And like the video I was watching was unreal. Yeah, the amount of detail. It's unbelievable yeah. how much detail it comes. I mean, you the, can see The challenge though is how yeah. expensive it is right now, right? Very expensive. The, the cheapest to... unit was $4,000 yeah, right now. I was going to say three or $4,000. Yeah. yeah so. And they're, they're trying to get the price down, of course. Yeah. But yeah, it's super expensive technology right and now. And you can tell when uh, vehicles have this. A lot of times you'll see like the Google Earth vehicles right. have this. Oh, yeah. Because there'll be a thing on the top that's spinning around. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's that's the LiDAR because well, and, it's spinning the laser around. So there was another interesting article that I did not tag from somebody that was at CES last week and had a brand new digital camera and took photos of a car using LiDAR and it ruined the sensor in his digital camera. The LiDAR did. Really? Yeah, so something to be aware of. If there's a car driving around with LiDAR, you might not want to point your camera at it and take huh. a picture. The LiDAR might ruin your camera. 
Just a heads up, but a little I, public I service announcement. I thought there. the the laser that they used was not visible. It ruined the sensor somehow. It, cre it created marks on the it's like spots in the rest of his photographs for the rest of the day. Oh, on, that's on annoying. Sensors. Yeah. So uh, so that was interesting. And then uh, the other really fascinating thing in this article is that every single self driving car company is using lidar except Tesla. And Elon Musk claims that all you need for self driving cars is visual. It's just just the, just the video feed. I and, mean, and figure it out from there. Yeah, that's what humans do, right? That, that is what humans do. I mean, <laughs> we don't have lidar on us. That's we, true. We use our eyeballs. But it, but it does seem like it would be more effective to have. It seems like right. lidar is gonna because you don't have to deal with sun glare, you don't have to yep. deal with fog, you don't have to. I mean, like yep. lidar is gonna cover all that. And I guess to some degree, you can cover that visually, uh, most of it, right? Yeah, but fog, you're but not going not to. Not fog. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, so it seems I, it's still and, and kind of the point of doing all this stuff is to make it better than humans, not just yeah. the same as humans. Yeah. So I, I thought that was that was kind of interesting. So and uh, and and the part like and can it see Nerf bullets? It actually said in the article to watch the video. Uh huh. To answer that question, and then it didn't say in the video. So. <laughs> but I was like, but can it see Nerf bullets? I'm sure it can. I mean, you can yeah. see people's fingers. I mean, Corey, right. of course they can see Nerf bullets. So. Uh, well, unless the Nerf bullet kind of passes the laser through it or something. Uh, I don't, know. I I don't think that. it can. I don't think so. It's not be a really cool Nerf laser yeah. translucent. All right, so next one. A popular WordPress plugin leaked Twitter account access tokens. So here's why I put this in here. Uh, number one. Because you care about full, WordPress. Full disclosure, <laughs> I care about WordPress. I run a digital marketing agency. We build really custom, crazy awesome WordPress sites. Um, so uh, Crazy awesome. Well, I mean, we do like lots of integrations, no, API yeah, integrations, yeah. developmental WordPress, app developmental WordPress, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's good so, stuff. Yeah, so uh, what's fascinating about this is a couple things. Number one, WordPress is actually super secure if you keep it updated. However, when you <laughs> install hacky plugins by people that create them that don't know what they're doing, this is what happens. Yep. And so it says this is a popular plugin. I'm not really sure that's entirely accurate. It's not really that popular of a plugin, I don't believe. But essentially, it was written by a plugin author, and they stored uh, essentially the Twitter access tokens inside of the source code of the website, which is public. Mwah, mwah. You shouldn't store secure stuff in public. That's yeah. against the security rules, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. don't. You, just you don't, should you just protect don't security stuff. You should protect that stuff. Yeah. So all that to say is, if you use that plugin, you probably should stop, not use it anymore. And in particular, really, if you are a WordPress user, you should just validate your plugins and make sure you're really looking up and vetting and understanding what it is that you are installing, so that you can be absolutely sure that you're not installing something that's bad. Also, just a note. But that I think the problem right there is a lot of people that use WordPress and a lot of these CMSs are not technical. Well, yeah, but so right? what you can do, so, so, so a couple things to do. When you're thinking about installing a plugin, go to the plugin repo. So first of all, don't install plugins that you download from random places on the internet. That's super <laughs> scary. Don't do that ever, 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 that, ever. That's true okay? of anything. That's don't true. download yeah. apps from yeah. random sites. Right. Don't download Don't any. do that. Don't. That's just scary. If somebody random sends Never. you something like no. a PDF that you weren't expecting, don't, don't open, open that it. ever, don't ever. Don't do that. So, uh, so the next thing is when you go look for plugins, look in the plugin repo. It's I think it's like plugins.wordpress.com or something like that. So the official repo. Yeah, the official repo. Yeah. And then just do a search and see like how many people are using this plugin. If there's only a hundred people using the plugin and it has zero reviews, you should probably avoid it. Yeah. If there's so ten thousand people using it, what's the minimum? Like ten thousand? Is that what you I would? Mean, no, I, th I think I think over a thousand or over two thousand is usually like okay. a pretty reputable plugin. Okay. And if they've got like like fifty ratings or something and it's four and a half stars, like you know, or it's by okay. somebody that's written a whole bunch of plugins. Okay. So you can look at the plugin author and go, oh well, they have like ten downloads on this plugin, but they've got four. 40,000 on this one, they must know what they're doing. Right. Like, so you can kind of compare that way, but it's these little rinky dink plugins. The plugin author's done one thing. Yeah. It's got 10 downloads. Like, those are scary to me. And, and the just same thing, it. I think, uh, applies to like apps on, on Android or, or anything. Like, 100%. you know, just 
if if it's only got like eight downloads, maybe don't don't, don't do it. Uh, also, just so you know, that plugin name is Social Network Tabs. So if you have the plugin Social Network Tabs on your WordPress site, you may want to find a different plugin. Uninstall to use. it right now. Yeah. So uh, also another huge database breach exposed millions of call logs and SMS text messages. Yay. You know, the, uh, I didn't tag this, but uh, I also heard, I think just last night, that Fortnite also had a breach. What? Yeah. What? They had a breach, and apparently the people that could uh, that were able to uh, penetrate it could also listen to your in-game conversations oh, with other man. people. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. That's so bad. Yeah. I mean, not that I would really know because I've never actually played Fortnite. Cause yeah, neither would I. Whatever. And we know Shannon hasn't because <laughs> Shannon is basically anti-technology. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anti she's too busy. She's too busy for video games. She's too busy. If she's too busy to watch Terminator, uh, just uh, like a two-hour movie, she's way too busy yeah. for Fortnite. Yeah. So, so anyway. It, I, it, I think, I mean, it's funny because this kind of goes counter to the thing that we just said. Don't trust people that don't have many downloads. But I guess some of them have people, millions of data. And yeah. they still won't now, know this what was, doing. This was a voiceover IP company that had this. And so they had... But they should know what they're doing and no, protect their oh, stuff. For sure they did. They should. But my point is that they, you know, that's why it's all text... Like they have it all on their servers, right? So this isn't yeah, exactly. true text message text message via voiceover IP. Right. Which exactly. is just a, just a hair different. Yeah. All right. And then the last story we're doing here... Oh, man. This is, is, this is, is now, getting... This is weird, wacky, and freaky scary. Yeah. Is what this is. So uh, the title of this article, I gave a bounty hunter $300... Then he located our phone. So do you, so, do you want to walk through this? Yeah, or? so okay. here's the thing. So uh, all the major phone companies, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, all of them sell real-time location data to other companies. They're only supposed to use it for certain things, but then these companies go on and sell access to, to other, other people companies that they don't necessarily know. To other people, to other and people. And it's not highly regulated people. Right. Not like you would assume it would be. So the this uh, this is in Vice, I think. Um, they paid a bounty hunter $300 to figure out where somebody was in real time. And they like that this, moment. In that moment. Yep. Um, within a radius, of course, but, I mean, basically Still, exactly where they two were. two blocks. Yeah, and they got the information back. So essentially, this bounty hunter calls up his, quote, guy. I don't know who yeah. it is. His guy, who looks it up, sends back a screenshot of, of where it the is. dot within two blocks of where this person, yeah. where the, quote, target is located. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So essentially, and, and, and only with a phone number, by the way, not with any oh, other yeah, data phone number. at all. That's it. Only the phone number. Not like your IMEI, like nothing. Just the phone number. Just the phone number. Meaning that, yeah. but, I mean, if we're going to take that to its next logical conclusion, that means that basically any anybody stalker, can find out where you are anytime. Any, anybody can find out where you are anytime. Through so the, the, the only defense you have as a, a user is to turn your phone off or put it in airplane mode. Or, or you could consider Google Voice. Or you because, well, but that doesn't still solve it. If your phone is connected to the cell towers, then they. Can but it's still not connected you. through your Google Voice number. Because the Google Voice uh, number then is is a number that then routes to your phone. Oh, so if people only know your Google Voice that's number, right. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good point. So actually. you could theoretically, if you want to yeah. be off grid, and, yeah. and and we know that all of our listeners want to be fully off grid, because <laughs> really we know our listeners are those doomsday preppers. Okay, so listen, doomsday prepper types. Preppers. Uh, that's the word. Yeah. yeah uh, if you want to be I've off, I've met some of those preppers. If you, yeah, if you you are one of those preppers, I'm right? not <laughs> one of those preppers. <laughs> if you want to be off the grid, I mean, Google Voice is the I bet the only way to do it that I know of. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's also there's an app called Burner. There's actually an app called Burner. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. You, you pay a monthly fee and it gives you a, a dynamic phone number and anytime you can get rid of it and get a new phone number. What? Yeah. That is creepy. I, I've actually never used it. I kind of feel like you should have used that by now. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, 
I'm a little disappointed. Well, see, you need to try that out next, the, next week. So here's the dichotomy of me is that I'm the privacy thing, but I'm also a cheapskate. And okay. so Google Voice is free, so I'll do that. But right. this thing costs money, so I'm not going to do it. Gotcha. That makes sense. Because I, I don't care enough to do that. Wow. I, so. I, yeah. So if you really care, though, you could use Burner. Or or you could use Google Voice. Google Voice. Yeah. There All right. It's time for Weird and Wacky. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. He's not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, this is so good. I got to mention it again. Steve Carell in uh, to star in Force. Space Force on Netflix. Oh my gosh, Netflix, I'm, just when, take it. Just take the money. Here's my wallet, it? Netflix. Soon, right? I don't know. It's got to be. If it's not soon, I might have a heart attack. Yeah. Like, I just. I, th- I think it's, it's got to be soon. soon. I can't wait. All right, so next article, how the new VR screen could end the smartphone. So actually, I think this is big, bigger than the smartphone. It's a real interesting tagline. It's kind of like a little clickbaity. But essentially, what this article is advocating is that eventually we'll get to a point with screens where we put on a pair of glasses that also act as like an either augmented reality glasses or even VR glasses or just maybe are real glasses. I, I don't know. Maybe all combined. And essentially, they will superimpose the screens inside of those lenses. And as you're turning your head... This, the, the view turns like it would in VR and you're looking at computer screens. And so yeah. the, theoretically you could be entirely surrounded floor to ceiling by screens that you're now interacting with. And so it will completely do away with your mon- with the need for monitors entirely. And then eventually when the culture gets to a point where they adapt more and more and more of this technology, theoretically you could do away with TVs entirely where you all share one screen across all glasses. You're all looking at the same thing but there's no thing physically to look at. So basically what I just heard you say is that you can then pretend like you're looking at somebody and listening to what they're saying, but instead be looking at a big giant screen instead. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like the opposite of those glasses with the fake eyes in them where you're really sleeping. It's the, it's not that, but the other, it's the opposite, you know? Yeah. Thing. So, so then you got to look for people's eyes and see if they're trying to read. Yeah, if their eyes are moving, moving you know they're like, not really listening. Are you listening to me? Are you li- you're not looking at one ear than the other of mine. You're really reading, aren't you? <laughs> you got to stop that, man. So, yeah, it's uh, – I am I can yeah. see myself getting into so much trouble at home. I mean, if you're, like, having a serious conversation, like, with your, your spouse and then you're watching a comedy at the same time, can you imagine? Like, you just yeah. burst out laughing. It could be bad. It's, it's not going to be good. It could be really bad. Yeah. I, I mean, and I what's interesting is I recently saw – I can't remember what – it was on Netflix. It was, I think it was a movie, and I saw there was a like something where this was this was the, their perceived vision of the future. It was like a sci-fi uh-huh. show, and everybody—I mean, essentially everybody had glasses, and like you do something to turn the glasses on, and then you're watching, and like somebody could come in the room, and you wouldn't see them because you're watching in your glasses. Right. So I mean, it, I think that's where the technology ultimately will head. Yeah. I think it's gonna take us years to get there, but it's a fascinating idea. Yeah, it is. So I'm all in. Sign me up. All right. <laughs> Lastly, and completely unrelated, sign, up, sign me up. And completely unrelated, massive spinning ice disc forms in U.S. River. I believe that means it's the end of the world. I think that's uh, I, this thing really just looks so awesome, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's all I, gotta I got to say. That's I, the only reason it was tagged. Yeah. Because did you watch this video? Well, no, I didn't watch the video. So I didn't watch the video, but I got to confess, I saw the article and I was like, "This is stupid. Why are we talking about this? Let's scrap it." And then I clicked on it and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool looking." <laughs> like, it's basically a big giant ice disc in a river that's slowly rotating it's because of the current of swirling the river, around yeah and it's just slowly swirling yeah it's crazy and it's yeah i mean the, the i've never video, seen anything the, like that before yeah the the images from uh, the sky are the aerial aerial images that's that's the word for sky <laughs> aerial, yes, yes aerial photography is actually it's really fascinating i, I so you yeah. should check out the article i think, I, it's, I, think it's worthwhile. I, I don't i don't think this happens every day it's just uh, i feel like a, it does unusual, not happen every day an unusual I feel like thing it, yeah. i feel like it doesn't happen every there day so all right there you go and now 
Now it's time for Tech Rex. It's Tech Rex time. Tech Rex, Tech Rex, time to get your Tech Rex. Tech, 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 Tech Rex. Chicky, Chicky. Tech Rex. It's got to be the worst rap ever. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's, is, it, is it so bad it's good? I don't, it I don't is, know. It is. It's, I, I oh think it gosh. is highly loved I, by the listeners. Is that this whole podcast? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's I, so bad I, it's good. I feel like I should just leave now. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think know. that's a pretty catchy tagline. It's so bad it's Tech good. Tech talk, y'all. It's so bad it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll start. Tech recommendations. Uh, number one. I'm changing my Twitter profile. Number one, I'm, I'm changing my tech rec. Uh, number one, YouTube Kids. So YouTube Kids is a kid-friendly version of YouTube so that they don't end up finding uh, all the conspiracy theories and or insanity on YouTube because we all know it's crazy. We've talked about that before, so cool right? Yeah. I don't think I've talked about YouTube Kids before. Not kids. Oh, no, uh, you talked about the conspiracy stuff. That oh, yeah, yeah. There's lots of that. Kids yeah, there's the... lots of that. But, yeah, but that. And then also, because uh, that's an easy one, I kind of I wanted to mention the Ink and Volt Planner, which is uh, which is a paper planner, which is still technology. That is that is old technology. Uh, it's really great. I I really am liking yeah? it, it, it helping me map out my parties for what's, the month. And what's weekend. so fancy about this planner? Uh, well, number one, it's one. It's a, so you you buy it one time for the year instead of those other planners where it's like, oh, you got to buy four every year to get all the stuff and da da da. It's just real simple. It's like, hey, what are your priorities for the for okay. the for the year? What are your priorities for the month? What are your priorities for the week? And then just map them out over the week. And that's and then, that's all. It's but it's just laid out in a very nice way. And I'm just able to like I write down every day. Here's here's the nice here's here's all the things I'm going to do today. Yeah. And and it's all uh, so okay. Back up. So they have a week-long view, Monday to Friday, across okay. two pages. And I use that to write down my, my tasks for each day. And then I can see, did I get it done yesterday? Nope. Let me move it over to today and just... So I'm trying to it. figure out how does this uh, uh, kind of fit in with your theme for the year of simplify and slow down? How does this how does this fit? Well, you got to slow down because you're actually physically writing, writing for one thing. Okay. Yeah. So so you do have to. I mean, you got to like physically slow down and look at this stuff and go, okay, what am I doing today? Not like what things am I swiping left on to move to tomorrow? Right. Right. So so that that's one thing. And then simplify. I mean, it's just, it's a very simple system. Yeah. In terms of how you think about what your tasks so, are. So so you think you feel like you're being more deliberate about much more deliberate. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm really enjoying it. I like it. So, yeah, it's worth a shot. All right, what do you got? So uh, what I've got is is kind of an old wreck. Uh, it's Consumer Reports. Go Wait, figure. That's still a thing? It is still I a thing. I love Consumer Reports. What? Yeah. You have to so, be a subscriber, right? So you do have to be a subscriber, and it's relatively inexpensive, $35 okay. for a year for just the online. Okay. Uh, we have signed up, and you know we're starting to buy some stuff. We actually had a an issue as of late. Um, both our dishwasher and our washing machine have died and the washing machine actually was a lot worse uh, a couple of days ago uh, it decided to vomit water oh, everywhere no. uh, and there was a flood in the laundry room and into the basement oh it man was kind of awful oh man um but fortunately having older kids now they were able to help cl- with the cleanup yeah they were uh, but yeah the dishwasher so i went on to consumer reports looked up kind of the ratings figured out kind of what are the best ones out there reliability and all that stuff because i'm done with washing machines vomiting water everywhere it's not good i don't want that to happen again so um it, it's actually really the site is well laid out and and uh you know being able to compare across and everything i think they do a good job and okay non-profit you know and unbiased uh recommendations on products so i love that uh, if you're looking to buy anything i think 35 bucks is not a bad investment to make sure that you buy the right thing so what i heard you say is next time i want to buy something i'm going to call you and you're yeah, going to look it up much. on your consumer reports account That's yeah what, <laughs> what i heard you say <laughs> okay all right shannon what do you got for us 
Um, instead of having a technology recommendation, I have a recommendation about technology. Okay. So I have Stephen Hawking's book, Brief Answers to the Big Questions. And, okay. and listeners, Shannon actually has a physical book a in phys- hand. I don't yes. know what it is. What oh, is that what that is? You two people. It's a, it's a do, you, book. do you guys what? remember what these are? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a shiny cover in the whole thing. It's got a dust jacket. That, that, like, dust that jacket. makes it so much better. Yeah. Like, so much better. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> Shannon. Please, con- please continue. I just like it because it's a light read, surprisingly, about really heavy topics like, is time travel possible? What's inside a black hole? Is there other intelligent life in the universe? So I figured it kind of fit into the theme okay, of our I, podcast. Wait, 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 we, I, I, I got to ask a couple questions. What is inside of a black hole? Well, and, and, you have to read the book to is, find out. No, no. <laughs> yes or no, is time travel possible? Quick, yes or no? Uh, definitely. Yes! I was hoping she'd say that. <laughs> But if time travel is possible, wouldn't a time traveler already have come to see us by now? They probably have. But wouldn't they let us know that they're no. Well, one of the rules of time travel is you can't tell anyone. Yeah, that's uh, one, obviously. Now, one of my favorite scenes, by the way, uh, did you ever watch The Big Bang Theory? Yes, so love the, the Big the, Bang Theory. Uh, so my, one of my favorite scenes is- Shannon, is, Big is, Bang Theory, yes, no? No. It, so oh. one of my favorite scenes with Big Bang Theory is the, the two friends that are the super nerds. And part of their friend contract, because that's a whole thing, yep. is uh, if one of us ever invents time travel, yep. we promise to come back to this moment in time first. And then they all they all look, read they it, sign it, there. and then they stand and look around. And then they kind of like very depressed. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. I, I will I, uh, I will recommend actually a show based on time travel right now. Um, you watch the show Travelers? On I love Travelers. Oh, yeah. Such a good, oh, Shannon, man, it's one of the best. Netflix Travelers? No. <laughs> Travelers is a great show. Travelers over Terminator. The, the, the premise is, is that they send their consciousness back in time to somebody that's about to die and, and change the timeline. So, so fantastic. All right. So that's all we got for you today. If you have not already rated the podcast, please rate five the podcast. Five, and, five stars. And tweet at five us stars, stars. why you love Tech Talk, y'all, yes. and Woodruff Arts so you can be entered in to win these tickets. We would love that. We want to give away some tickets. You don't want to see me and Sanjay arm in arm nope. tweeting about it. Nobody wants to Just see that. It just gets real awkward. So... <laughs> That's not going to be... The tweeting part, not the arm and arm <laughs> part. <laughs> oh, the tweeting part's awkward? Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. So, Adam, how can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker. Also on my blog, AdamJWalker.com. Where can they find you, Sanjay? They can find me at SanjayPark.com as well as at Sanjay on Twitter. And Shannon, what about you? Uh. They can find you on TV soon. Possibly, yeah, to be posted. <laughs> on Twitter. Be posted on Twitter. Mm. Right? Post everything on Twitter. Yeah, well, that's that's, uh, that's how we do it. Have you guys gotten the chronological button for Twitter now? Mobile? What? There's so a you, chronological button Yes, yeah, so you can change on the mobile so that it's chronological rather than algorithmic. Nice. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like that better. I want to Because TweetDeck that. is chronological. Ah, I didn't realize TweetDeck was. Do, do, do.